Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner light to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this Thursday edition of Everyday Connection. I'm Rico Shields, and up over yonder, around somewhere, the corner, over there, is Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? I'm great, Rick. How are you? I am wonderful. Awesome. We had a little sunshine today, so that's always an improvement for me, but I was glad we were getting rain for days now. We had a lot of sunshine today. It was awesome. I actually went walking four times today. Wow, you're almost going to catch up with me. Just to just to make an excuse to be outside, I had to walk somewhere. <laughs> That's my dog does the same thing, just to make an excuse to be outside. She comes and custers me. Oh, no. She tries that sometimes, though. If I've been unresponsive, she'll bark like there's something out there. But I don't believe that either, usually, so... She's a faker. Well, yeah. 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 She'll, she fishes around for which trick it is that she might be able to pull that will get the positive response. I I think she's trained in me. I don't think it's the other way around. But, you know, that's just me. So true. So true. So other than sunshine and bit of rain, what else you got going on? And then sunshine, bit of rain, bunnies and rainbows. Um uh, well, I have said on numerous occasions, this really is not an attempt at a bad segue, although it will be one, uh, that that my little puppy dog is actually just my inner child externalized because she always wants to play or eat or run outside, which is also play, or sleep. And that's it. And I'm like, yep, inner child, there you go. She doesn't care if I've been on the Skype till midnight she'll you know it's midnight 30 she's got her ball in her mouth and squeaking it looking at me like wanna wanna that that was an awesome attempt at a segue but it was true i i only thought about the bad segue until after i thought to say it but uh, <laughs> but we will talk about our friends at inner child while we're at it okay sure what do you want to say about our friends at inner child uh they're our friends okay moving oh, on family we have a I'm choosing. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our friends and fam at Inner Child, um, Inner Child Press, who have launched a new magazine and who have encouraged and uplifted and inspired countless of artists out there, be they poets, writers, musicians, um, painters, sketch artists, or just random strangers who 
are unsure of their place in the world, inner child is um, is very good at, at just telling you how awesome you are and getting your feet back under you, sending you off to explore the world with a smile on your face. So shout out and lots of love to them for all they do and all they be. All they do and all they be. You can find them at innerchild.ning, N-I-N-G.com, or the ever-famous innerchildmagazine.com. Uh, you know, several places. And uh, I don't know, it seems like went that whole bit went fast. Are we not getting enough of a patience test for our guest? Or, uh, I, don't know. I don't want to give him a patience test. He's not feeling well today. Oh, that's true. Well, you know, if he's not feeling well, maybe he should have a pill or something. But we do have one. We, well, we do have one shout-out sort of last message for our for our guest so uh we'll just play that message and then i'll introduce our guest this is your last chance after this there is no turning back you take the blue pill the story ends you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. you take the red pill you stay in wonderland and i show you how deep the rabbit hole goes mr anderson <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, Jason Anderson, good friend. I've been teasing him about being Mr. Anderson for a long time, so I guess I've been waiting, what, two years to play that, do that, pull that on you? I guess. It's something like that? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, our our poor friend is not, uh, is slightly under the weather, uh, but has, like a trooper, appeared to join us. Bless you. Very obviously has not been listening to me because he's not lying in bed and he's not making friends with his virus. This is true. This is true. She did miss one show out of all this history uh, so she could buddy up with her virus. And uh, Yeah, I did. We made friends. You have to send him the video so he'll know to make friends. That's true. I really should. So, Jason, who the hell are you and what do you do? Well, I am Jason Anderson. And I own a business called Celestial Wand. And uh, I do that so that I can help people all across the planet. Okay, well, that was the short version. <laughs> you want to um, start? Quick, yeah, well, question, because you're only 17, dude. What the hell are you doing owning a business at the age of 17? Who do you think you are? <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Well, I didn't even know that this is what's going to happen. It all just kind of happened. <laughs> but uh, that's how the best things come into people's lives, I've noticed. Yes, sir. So I started, if you want me to... Yeah, I'd love to yeah. hear the story of okay. how you got involved, for sure. Well, I'm uh, in a group on Facebook, one of the groups, and I saw someone who makes wands. And I like the idea, and, you know, I just kind of drifted off. And then I went to my dad's house for the weekend, and, you know, it, it kind of popped up again. And I thought, oh, it'd be kind of cool to make my own, j- just for me, you know, just as a little experiment. And um, he asked me to go help clear the road where these beavers that live close to his house, because he lives out in the country, um, knock down tons of trees. And he says that that's never happened before, and they only clear down, you know, one or two to build their little house for the winter. And so there was all this extra wood, and he asked me to help him come clear it off the road. And so we went down and did that, and I spent most of the day doing that. 
And right before I left, I saw a bunch of the sticks, and it popped into my head. You know, I could use some of them or one of them to try and make my wand. And little did I know, I would end up turning it into this, you know, huge business and learning how to do all these things that I never thought I would even get into along the way. But, um, yeah, that that's how I started it. Yeah, doing all these things you never thought you'd get into. I wouldn't know anything about that. Would you, yeah. Jane? No. No, no right. I've never heard of such a thing happening before. Always planned to be a radio host my whole life. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I find it interesting, though, that um, you're, again, yeah, I'm going to focus on, like, your really young thing just for a little bit. But that, because I like younger people to understand that they can really do anything they want and it's not really about waiting till they're done school to get on with what they want to do in life and follow their passion um that they can actually do this while they're in school there seems to be this belief system um within society that our young brilliant minds have to go through the process of this weird thing we call education and the school system and it's not until they actually graduate at the age of 21, 22, 23, 24, that they're actually eligible to be a benefit to society. <laughs> I'm really confused by that because I've seen some really creative and innovative um, innovative ideas come from younger people. And so being 17 and starting a business on your own, I imagine there's a whole bunch of things that you weren't anticipating having to do. But how how is the experience for you? I mean, have you found lots of support and do people get it that it's okay for a 17-year-old to have a business? Um, well, my parents are pretty supportive. I got the money from my mom to start it. So I just bought the supplies and you know, got a website up and all of that, which wasn't very much money anyway, but yeah, they've been pretty supportive. And as far as other people, uh, I don't know. Some people don't understand, you know, like I don't think a lot of them when they hear, you know, business, they don't take the idea seriously because I'm young. But then once I actually show them, you know, the website or, you know, what I've made, they start to understand that it's not just like, you know, a fun little thing I decided to do just temporarily. A little phase you're going to grow yeah, out of soon. Yeah, exactly. Um, but as far as, you know, the spiritual community, I've gotten tons of support because they're all, they're supportive about everything, really. But <laughs> with this, they've, they've, you know, I've never heard anything, like, negative. I've always, I mean, I've gotten ideas and, like, critiques, but I, that's because I've asked for it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I never really felt... I mean, I, I, you know, my whole life I've been told the same thing as every other kid my age is, you know, to take these tests so they can tell you what you might be interested in. And then once you finish school, then you can start doing that, like you said. But, I mean, with this, I just, I just started, you know, and I just looked up how to 
create a website and buy a domain name and bought supplies and so and again to clarify it's not like you said mom dad i want to do this and mom and dad went okay we'll do it for you kind of thing this is you've done all the research yourself this yeah, was your idea um mom and dad may have thrown a couple bucks your way and may have said cool good idea go for it but other than that this has been this is all you yeah completely i haven't yeah i haven't i didn't ask them for help i didn't I just researched the stuff on my own, and I've got some ideas. And... Yeah, I seem to remember once something along the lines of, hey, Rick, is it hard to bank a website? No. not Well, not really. Too bad. I don't know. What do you want to, What are you doing? Oh, I don't know. I'm just thinking about something. And the next I heard from him was, hey, I made a website. Check it out. And it's a, it's a pretty cool website, though. Scrolling pictures of wands and quotes and uh, custom orders. Wow. Which is still under construction, by the way, not to interrupt. Sorry. But, yeah, not fully finished. We're still working on it, but. He he adds, after I've just finished explaining how awesome it appears to me, (laughs) he's going to make it awesomer. And we're going to make it more awesome. It's incredible, isn't it? No stopping no, stop These them. ones. No, not at all. No, this is not um, sort of a fly-by-night business either because you're providing healing wands. So this is a, a service that's being provided to studied healers, people who have researched the properties of gemstones. So you can't fake this. You have to do your research, and you have to take this seriously because they'll know you're faking it, and your business will flop. Yeah. Yeah, I've had to, you know, research, well, well over 100 of each gemstones and crystals so that I can, you know, really put them together exactly how I feel that this person who's going to acquire this wand energy tool for them. I mean, it has to be, you know, spot on. I actually have a healing wand myself, um, and so I've I've had the experience of picking up the wand that is right for you. But would you say, as a maker of wands, that you know, it's it's going to sound strange to people, but it's almost like the whole Harry Potter um, series and his whole adventure and finding a wand. It's like there is a right wand for every person. Definitely, definitely. All the people who I've had uh, come to me interested in wands, it it's not like they just look at look at a you know a picture and say oh you know I think I like how that one looks. It's almost like I I really haven't even tried to you know show them that wand and get them to like it. It's always been they've come to me and said I really like this one, and I've even heard from some of the most recent well the most recent uh, person who's uh, looking to buy this wand that he's had dreams about it and, you know, has felt its energy and seen it, you know, in visions and stuff. But he's never actually, you know, held it. He's never actually seen it in person. Yeah, it's it's right. very, there, there is a very strong reaction between it. And the wand does choose the wizard, so to speak, which is, kind of, again, sounds strange to, to people who aren't... Um, 
who haven't spent a lot of time studying this, but the wand does choose the person. And it's a really, um, I mean, it can be a subtle energetic connection or it can be a very intense, powerful energetic connection. Now, is there, do you know if there's a reason for that or? Uh, personally, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, when I, when I make them, I don't, you know, just, I don't throw stones on and copper wire on and a crystal on and say, all right, this is going to go to someone. I mean, I use like full intuition and when I go to make it, I don't even have to think about it. I don't even have to, you know, try to create it. It just creates itself. And through that, it, it basically, I think it picks its owner. You know what I mean? When it's being made. Well, and it's it's kind of like uh, I don't really have the experience with wands. The last time that I handled or saw any in person was uh, some years ago up in uh, Manitou Springs, Colorado. But uh, but I'm familiar with uh, with the crystals themselves. I have quite a number, and 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 we have picked each other in in all those cases. It just you just I don't know. You just know. Uh, I think it's almost a stretch to say more than that. You just know. You you feel it. You just know. You, I, I suppose some people maybe see it, but uh, like a some sort of a aura around the wand that's right for them. But uh, for me, it's always been sort of a, just a yeah, that's it. There as 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 if finding something that I had simply misplaced. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about because um, I'm curious because I don't know much about because um, like it's it's an odd situation that I even have a healing wad in the first place. I walked into a store and it decided I was taking it home, <laughs> and that was that was that. But I've really never, although I have been told I should be studying shamanism. I've never actually studied um, either the chakras or the crystals, so I have no idea what stones are for what. I'm wondering if you'll give us a a brief education on some of the more common crystals and stones out there that are used for healing and energy work. Okay, um, well, I think the most common three are really citrine quartz and amethyst. I mean, at least that's what most people are naturally drawn to. And uh, those are also some of the most powerful. Uh, if you want me to, I, you want me to go over them? Yeah, I'd love to learn a little bit about them. All right. Um, well, quartz is the most programmable crystal as far as crystals go. You can program it to do or to have any certain energy. And um, it really works with all seven chakras, but, you know, you can, like I said, program it to anything, so it can be programmed to specific chakras. Uh, Citrine is more for the solar plexus, which is like, you know, your stomach and uh, intestinal area, and um, that, I mean, I think all stones are healing stones. I don't think there are any specific sets of stones that don't heal because really 
if this stone matches, say, the third eye, and this one's good for dream work, technically that's healing, you know what I mean? That That's opening up your third eye or that's, you know, helping you dream better. So technically they're all healing. But, um, yeah, the citrine helps with the solar plexus. And um, amethyst is for a third eye, but that's a really powerful one, too. And that can be for all seven chakras as well. Cool. So to some extent, do the, do the colors relate to the to the chakra they relate to, or are there any examples of ones that are just way off color-wise? Um, you know, most are pretty relative to the chakra's actual color. But there there are, you know, a good amount of just gemstones that don't necessarily match. But pretty, pretty much, they're mostly accurate to what the uh, chakra's color is. Like amethyst is purple, which is, or indigo for the third eye. Um, citrine is an orangish yellow, and the solar plexus, I'm pretty sure, is orange or yellow. And then, well, quartz isn't as clear, obviously. Well, clear quartz. Um, so, yeah, for the most part, chakras are relative they, to the color. They kind of match up. Yeah. Cool. That's really cool. I never noticed that before. Well, you mentioned kyanite earlier, and that comes in multiple colors, but I think the most common is blue. And kyanite is, I think its main uh, chakra that it resonates with is the throat chakra, which is blue. So. Yes, I'm very happy with um, with my kyanite. It's in interesting the synchronicities that life presents that today of all days when you know a healing wand maker is coming on the show as a guest i happen to get in the mail um a gift from one of our extended family and it's it's a healing stone pendant which is really cool because it's it's got maybe you can tell me why it's it's got uh, the kind of night which we already know what it does but then it's a purple quartz, I believe, is the small stone that's... What, or what? amethyst. Maybe. What are the properties? Well, that's kind that? of purple quartz. Yeah, well, it could be a couple things. Is it, like, sparkly? Because there's uh, such a thing as crackle quartz or sparkle quartz, which is when it's dyed a different color. And then there's amethyst. It's not sparkly, no. I mean, it's shiny, but it's a stone. It's a crystal, so of course it's shiny, but it's not sparkly. I think I'd have to see a picture of it to, like, tell for sure. But, um, yeah, it's not amethyst, though? I don't think so. It's clear. Is the amethyst clear? Yeah. Some amethyst can be, yeah. Okay, well, maybe it is amethyst. I don't know. I, like I said, I don't know much well, about keep, stones. You keep saying purple quartz, and that's really amethyst. Okay, then it's, it's amethyst. A, Let's run with it's amethyst. It's a purple what variety of quartz. What are the properties of, of that? 
Well, yeah, amethyst is for the third eye, but it's one of, like, the power crystals. So, like I said, it resonates with all seven chakras. And it's just a good, it's a really, really strong protective stone and also really good for healing. But, yeah, its main thing is protection. It can, it's very, very powerful. Oh, I'm liking this pendant more and more every (laughs) second, tell you what. Now, I'm curious about the woods that you use in the wands, because I know that um, certain certain woods work differently. So is there a wood that you prefer working with, or do you think it matters? Um, well, what I've used so far is just oak and birch. I like birch more, or it's poplar, poplar, not birch, um, because it's really smooth. And I don't know, it, it makes it, it's just, it flows better, I guess. But each wood, well, the two woods I've worked with do have a different kind of energy to them. I feel like differently about them when I am holding them. Um, I never, I haven't, well, at least not yet, I haven't looked into the properties of different uh, woods, but I'm planning on doing that for when, you know, you can uh, custom order a wand you can pick the type of wood if maybe one type resonates with you when another one doesn't, or, you know, something like that. But um, I haven't been too specific with the wood that I've used. <clears throat> well, no, you kind of got yours given to you as a gift, really. Yeah. So it's, you're not going to question whether or not it's the right wood. <laughs> it's still sort of a feel thing, I would imagine. Uh, that, that that when you're selecting a, a piece for a particular wand, you it's the one that feels right, eh? Yeah. Or is it just a stick and that's the crystals that matter? <laughs> no, no, it's both. At least to me, it's both when I'm making them. Because I don't I don't pick, I don't just like look at the, you know, the different sticks I have and then pick that I'm going to use that one. I'll go over and usually one calls to me to create it. You know, like it'll, it'll, it'll have like a different aura around it than the other ones do. And then when I go hold it, I'll get like, I wouldn't call it a hint, but almost like a small little packet of information and I know how I'm going to make it. Not I don't I don't know necessarily consciously I know how, but subconsciously there's there's information that's telling me how I'm gonna make this wand. So yeah, there is a difference, definitely. And it does it it definitely has to do with the wood and the crystals, not just the crystals, even though they are a really big part. Excellent. Well, I, I I bring that up because several um, several folks that I put a little stock in and my own inner guidance tell me that the the intuitiveness of a uh, of a wand maker would be more uh, almost more important than knowing all the uh, knowing all the rules and classifications and um, was it Mama Webb, Jane, that had, uh, or Mama Webb's tiny human that brought you a stone? Yeah, well, no, Mama no. Webb's tiny human that made me pull my stone out of my medicine bag and give it to her mom um, ah. at the age of two. But it, it's, I, it was Lucian that made me go around his store and feel all the stones and tell him what the property was of them without knowing the name of them. Because I know nothing about stones, but he did make me go around the store, yeah, but, store uh, run my hand over them and, and tell him which was for which 
But that yeah. was the one I was uh, the 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 2-year-old that and and yeah. a very specific, not just a stone out of your medicine bag. Like here no, take this no, one. Was, it was she was very specific. She was very very specific. She spent I think about 5 minutes trying to convince me to open up the medicine bag in the first place because it took me because she doesn't speak in, she doesn't speak English yet. Um but she does she's she speaks using hands and and you know, vocalizations are just not formed words as we would understand them, but I knew that she was trying to get something across. So it took her about five minutes to convince me to empty out that bag. And then once I did empty out the medicine bag, she chose uh, the the biggest and sharpest stone, <laughs> which is really odd because it certainly wasn't the prettiest one by any stretch. Um but she went directly to that stone, and she kept pointing at it. She wouldn't pick it up herself. Um, she just kept pointing to it, and then I asked her if that's the one she wanted, and she's, you know, smiling, nodding. And and um, I said, okay, but I'm going to give it to your mom because it's sharp, and I don't want you to run around with it because it was very sharp stone. And she started nodding enthusiastically, like, the yes, yes, yes. And it, we found out a couple of days later that it was a stone that her mother needed. And she's yeah. two. She was two at the time. Yeah, uh, yeah, intuition, definitely. As far as making them, I didn't know seven-eighths of the crystals and stones that I do now. I mean, I knew the basic ones. You know, I knew, like, you know, amethyst and citrine and quartz and stuff. But other than that, I didn't know. I didn't know any of them. And I learned as I was creating them, but most of the time it was just intuition. And for the first couple ones I made, even now, occasionally, I have absolutely no idea. But now that I know almost all the stones, it, it's kind of hard not to know the traits with them. But prior to that, yeah, I would just make them and I felt this should go on here. And then afterwards, I'd look up the traits of that. And the first couple of ones that I made, at the end, I looked at the traits of each of them and every single one of them was completely synchronistic. I mean, it was like, this one helps this one, and then that one helps this one, or this one, you know, charges the next one. You know what I mean? Right, because the order of the stones on a wand are also very specific as well. Because if you put, I mean, even in even in carrying stones in a medicine bag, there are some stones that you should not carry with other stones. Yeah. So imagine that putting stones on a wand. I mean. To memorize all that, oh my goodness, what a nightmare. But if you follow your intuition, it would be really cool to see how the synchronicities line up afterwards. Because I don't think people understand that some stones just simply shouldn't be laid beside other stones. There is a certain order to them. Yeah, you you have to, well, at least with me, I always have a really good base stone is what I call them. And that kind of helps the flow of all the others. And if I, you know, put something on there that messes with that flow, it can, personally, I feel a difference in how that's going. And I'll say, oh, I don't want to use this or, oh, I shouldn't use this, you know. Now, I have another question. It is, I think, music break time, though. And then I want to talk about the copper. Um yeah. So... I don't know, Rick. You got a song kicking around there somewhere, bud? We can. Oh wow, we got a bunch of those. I hadn't hadn't thought of what would go with. Uh... Of course, it doesn't always have to go with crystals and stuff, you know. <laughs> okay, so let's play. Uh, how about uh, 
Come Go With Me from our buddy Dana. Super hot guitar. Okay, cool. All right. So, (laughs) Dana Harmon, everybody, with Come Go With Me. We'll be back in three minutes. Stay with us. friend Dana Herman. Just put his link up in the chat room, and it will, of course, be on the archive uh, tonight after the show. Uh, you'll pardon my squeaky desk chair. It doesn't always do that, but sometimes. <clears throat> yeah, I'm curious as to, um, first got to say again, this website's just absolutely awesome. Um, but the role that the copper wire plays in the wands, um, because all wands have copper on them somewhere be it the wire wound around them or wire or or copper banding on the ends. Um, So what does, what property does the copper have and why is it so Uh, important to be in the wand? 
Well, I also didn't know this until, you know, I looked up more about it and, you know, had to come up with something. What am I going to wrap these wands with? How am I going to keep the crystals on here? And I didn't want to use, you know, glue because I felt that it would, you know, it's toxic and I felt it would kind of mess with the energy of the wood and the crystals. But um, copper is actually very, very conductive and uh, is really good at um, picking up signals and sending out signals. Like a lot of people use copper and especially like thin copper wire to create um, radio antennas for uh, uh, local radio and stuff like that. So what that does is it helps the flow of the energy in the crystals connect with you and then go out into, you know, whatever you're trying to program or whatever you're trying to use the wand for. So it's an amplifier. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Very. So, uh, during the break, there was some chatting going on in the chat room. Imagine that. Um, and um, you did mention that you were, uh, you know, we've heard kind of how you got into the wand thing, uh, but you had an interest in crystals and, and uh, that before you thought about putting them together in wands, eh? Well, yeah. Personally, I've been into, you know, rocks and crystals and fossils since, I don't know, since I could talk and see, really. I mean, I've always been interested in, you know, finding cool rocks if, you know, I'm at a forest preserve or walking somewhere with my mom when I was young. I've always been into crystals and rocks. But, um, yeah. So there was kind of maybe a leaning in that direction. I, I find that often happens, uh, th- that there's an early leaning and then a later blooming. Um because I, I was curious because I've always I've had rocks, and of different sorts and things since I was little. Almost cut off my thumb one time because I was grinding on a big slab of sulfur because I'd run out of sulfur in my chemistry set. <clears throat> and I was like, I got sulfur. It's over here. Wait. <clears throat> and uh, uh, who knew it could lead someplace like over here? Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, I'll say this. I I had absolutely no idea what these healing wands or energy wands were before this. I had no idea. I've never had a wand. I didn't know really anything about them. And I've never tried wrapping crystals personally with copper wire to create pendants or necklaces or whatever. So, yeah, definitely. So there's um you you do jewelry as well. Yeah. Is it is the jewelry is it done to order or do you pre make? Uh well a lot of it I pre make but I've been trying to create I, I guess not really trying, I've just it's come to me, really, naturally. Um certain pendants and stuff, like the ones that I've most recently created are energy coil pendants and I kind of got the idea I w- I've always been interested and I know you I think you're writing something about Nikola Tesla mm-hmm. yeah Tesla's a genius 
Um, yeah. And yeah, I was I was actually um, um, talking to somebody about working with them on a project, but we'll be concentrating on the movie instead. So, but yeah, love Tesla and his work. But yeah, I always thought that was really cool, and I don't know. I kind of thought if I could create some kind of coil thing, and it, it just I started making, it and I got an idea, you know, picture a picture in my head, because um, um, I'm clairvoyant, so I see things very clearly and a lot of time I see you know an image of something or the color or anything like that way before I actually consciously think of that thing and um I got the idea in my head to create some kind of coil pendant you know that everyone could wear and that would you know synchronize with your energy but on top of that radiate the energy you want to put out and so what I did was I created you know I I bent some of my thicker copper wire into a circle and I placed, you know, a smaller quartz point, clear quartz point onto it and I start at the middle and I go around it. Uh, I go 50% one way and then 50% the opposite way so that it's perfect balance. And then I go through each side, each half, and I wrap around it so it looks like a coil. And then they both meet at the end and it, you know, it creates a really good balance, and then it synchronizes with the person's energy. So, most of the stuff I just kind of come up with myself, but I uh, have gotten ideas from people who say that, you know, they want something like this. Can you make something like this? I'll say, yeah. Very wow. Cool. It is cool, because I, I have a crystal that I carry around um, that I wanted to to make independent, I had no idea what to do, how to do that. It just didn't occur to me to wrap it with copper wire, let alone use um, one of the coil formations. I actually have a copper coil sitting on my desk um, that I had my my demon make me last week um, to help with the energetics. So I understand the the concept of the copper coil. But I never would have thought to u- integrate it into jewelry making. Yeah, I yeah I, I didn't I didn't know either, and you know there came it popped up, and I started making them. But um, and they're gorgeous. Like I've seen I've seen a couple of pictures of them, and they're absolutely beautiful. And they're yeah. unique. The most recent one I made, I used the Lumerian seed crystal, and um. We could probably link that in the chat too if people want to see. But um, it, yeah, I put a Lumerian. I did the same thing with a larger Lumerian seed crystal. The circle is larger, and then instead of creating, you know, it's still a coil, but instead of um, there being a space in between, it's uh, directly right next to each other. I wrapped uh, the copper wire all the way around the sides of the larger copper wires. It's easier to understand it when you see the picture of it than trying to explain it. Yeah, it can be tough to explain. I've been thinking I have this one that uh, that you made for me on my birthday this year uh, in my hand and how to try to uh, bring home to people just how um, intricate and, and delicate your, your wire wrap work is. It's uh, It's really quite something. Uh, I was very impressed, uh, and I can see that it gets all the more intricate than some of your other pieces. 
Yeah. I try and make them not just, you know, for the energy purposes, but also for the aesthetically pleasing, you know, so it looks nice. And on top of that, it's, you know, it helps with certain specific kinds of energy for, yeah. It's cool. It sounded cool. Ah. I heard Lemurian, and then that was it. And then that was it. Lemurian seed crystal. <laughs> And then we just continued to chat among our, amongst ourselves. I heard this strange noise in my ears. I thought, oh, I've lost someone. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, no, we've oh, got you. Oh, we lost Gene yeah. for a minute there. Oh. Yeah. I went I went AWOL. Um, yeah. You said Lemuria, and my computer just Yeah, there's a good that. question. What is a Lemurian seed crystal? Mm-hmm. How about we talk well, about that for they're basically... And when I say basically, I mean generally they look the same as um, clear quartz crystals, but they have these things on them, which are basically lines. They're called striations. And instead of growing in minerals, they grow in sand. They grow in clusters in the sand, which is, uh, they had no idea. They were just digging for quartz. They were digging down through the sand. They started finding all these different clusters. And they noticed that they were different. And these actually, some of them contain uh, glyphs, hieroglyphs on them of pyramids and other shapes, which is also very different from normal clear quartz. Yeah. Well, i got to get my hands on one of those. How do, you get, how do I get my hands on one of those? Been hearing about those. Hint, hint. Um, oh, there she goes. <laughs> yeah. I'm horrible. I'll have them, I'll have, like I said, I'll have the stuff, the most of the uh, jewelry and wands listed on the site by the end of next week. Uh, I am working on most of this by myself. I have gotten some help, but um, yeah, a lot of the pictures, though, are up on the Facebook page, so if anyone wants to check that out, they are up there, and you can put in an inquiry or... Yes, our poor podcast listeners, I've been popping up links to pictures of his work as we've been chatting, and and, uh, they're far away from the uh, screens sometimes listening to their podcasts, but uh, uh, some beautiful work, uh, folks. The links will be on the archive, and uh, we'll talk about all that stuff at the the end of the show. But uh, you can find find his work. yeah, and I do make custom ones too. If you if you need something wrapped that isn't you know it's rough or it's just not wrapped and you want it as a pendant, I can do that too. Or I can even do custom orders. If you say I don't have a crystal that, but you want a crystal and you want it wrapped, I can order it for you and wrap it and then send it out to you. Well, I'm pretty sure I don't have a Lemurian crystal. So that's why. <laughs> that's why she keeps asking you how did somebody get their hands on one of those. Uh, yeah, until I get the stuff up on my site, you can uh, just comment on one of the pictures and say you'd like one because I do have I have three just normal Lumerian seed crystal wraps, and then I have the one which is the copper coil, the energy coil one. So, and those are on the Facebook. Yeah, that's the one I wanted. Janet wants it too. <laughs> Uh oh. <laughs> it's the one with the tiger eye. Tiger eye. Oh, that one. <laughs> seems to seems to be a hit with the ladies in the chat room this evening, and on the phone. 
Um, okay, so, well, where do we go from here? I mean, my goodness, there's so much, so much information surrounding crystals and, I mean, you could Oh, we could quite, do a week's-long series. Go know. on for days with, with the properties of some of the different, um, what's been your most, because I'm going to go back to you for the ones who missed it because a couple of people came in late. Um, so what's been your most challenging element to being a 17-year-old business guy? Raising the money to actually start it all. <laughs> I think it's the, mo- yeah, the most hard part because everything else, you know, there's all this information on the Internet that I can look up and figure out on my own. But, and that's free. But, yeah, not having a job and school and all that, the the hardest part for some of the most expensive stuff, getting a business started is a pretty expensive thing sometimes. That that would be the hardest part, I'd say. Uh, business licenses and all sorts yeah. of silliness that, uh, you know, can't just hang out a shingle and say, wand maker. Used to could. <laughs> Used to could. Used to did. But... Now you got to make jumping through hoops backwards on fire for the king. And then you can have your... Okay. <laughs> I'll stay off the soapbox. It's been raining. It's probably slippery up there. So, uh, But I remember hearing a couple of times... Well, I remember you coming into a chat room that I was in one time and... Why does it cost this much? I can't believe it costs this much to start a business. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, the, the prices of some of the stuff for getting like a business license and just the filing fee, which I didn't even know existed, is like half half yeah, it's like half a grand for the Illinois filing fee, which I didn't I didn't even know what that was. Like I said, I'm 17. See, this is you know all new to me. Yeah, but I um I got to give you props on on going out there and doing it right, uh, because you know I don't know what kind of advice you were getting there, but I know you didn't ask about any of that stuff. You just set out to figure out, okay, what do you got to do? Okay, got to do this, this business license, this. Okay, here we go, and and uh, that's kind of what I, you know, I hate to keep throwing age in there since it's really kind of an illusion. You're just a human. I'm a human, human, uh, but uh, well, we think when people think we're human anyway. Um, and um, uh, it, but it never really entered your mind not to do it. It just you just went okay. Well, I got to find out how to do it. But seeing those things, you didn't say, "Oh well, never mind," because you no, knew what I, you were doing. Yeah. Well, I've always, I mean, I've always been interested in like really everything. I mean. I've been athletic, I've been into like all kinds of different sports, and then I've been into, you know, all kinds of different arts, and then I've been into, you know, music, and I've I've done, you know, I, I never let a limit stop me, because to me there's no limit, it's just a matter of learning how to get better at it, or practicing it, or, yeah. I mean, the only things that are hard to do in life are the things that you don't know how to do. Really, yep. so if you learn how to do them. Then they're not hard anymore because you. They're not hard anymore. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So. But they all so, were when you didn't know. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think people tend to forget that. They're like, well, I can't open up a business. Well, hell, yeah, you can. Well, I don't know how. Okay, learn. You um, know? I don't know the right people, and I, ha, ha, ha. No. <clears throat> I can answer this question in the chat. If anyone else has any questions, too, you can post them. Um, yeah, we were going to ask that Yeah, next. just about to ask um, that. Um, so the question in the chat room so that um, our listeners will know uh, is, is, Jason, what do you think about the Crystal Skulls and the activation taking place in 2012? All right. Um, well, I actually participated in uh, the ceremony. There were the some of the 13 Crystal Skull carriers and one Mayan elder who came along and they started in upstate New York and uh, went traveled all down through the country and finished their ceremony, their pilgrimage for 11-11-11 in Los Angeles, California. And they made all these stops along the way. And they had these ceremonies on sacred areas in all these different states. And one of their stops was in uh, Cahokia, uh, which is in Illinois. It's in southern Illinois. And um, there are these things called uh, the mounds. And it was in, I guess, I don't know if ancient, but civilization, the Native, Amer- Native Americans. And it was a huge city. They said it was estimated to be larger than the city of London during its prime time. And that was, you know, amazing to all the archaeologists who found out how big it was. But anyway... I went to a ceremony for that with all of them, with my mom. We drove down there last second, and I, you know, I had to go. And I brought three of my crystal skulls, because I have seven, personally. And there was a workshop that morning of the ceremony. And after that, everyone drove over, and I think there were around 100 to 200 people to this the largest mound. And... Um, it was where the leader of this civilization stayed. And it was their temple, and it was where he lived. And it's huge. It's massive, and it's still in perfect condition. You can walk up it and stand on top of it. Anyway, there was a ceremony that went on there. And they had, I think, three or four of the 13 crystal skulls. And anyone who brought uh, crystal skulls and some crystals themselves um, were allowed to put their crystals in, and have them take part in the ceremony. Ceremony itself, I think, lasted three or four hours. But, yeah, we all stood in a sacred geometry. I don't remember. It was more of, it was like a, cir- or, I mean, a, a square. And anyway, we did chanting and, you know, energy activation, and we activated the area. And anyway... Yeah, my skulls got to be part of that. But anyway, for what I think about the crystal skulls in 2012, I do believe that they have a big part in the activation. I'm not totally sure as to what will happen if you get all 13 together. But um, if you could be more specific, I could try and answer that better. But the energy from the, the 13, part of the 13 that I saw was unbelievable. I actually got to touch a, I think, two or three thousand year old Tibetan crystal skull. Wow. 
But yeah. That's really cool. I'd love wow. to hold one of those. The energy yeah. off of um crystal skull would be just amazing. Now, I'm curious about something that um something that you said. You said you have seven crystal skulls of your own? Yeah. Where on earth do you, did you get? I had a picture. <laughs> or yeah, well, for, the picture for the people that aren't yeah. are able to link through, can I? I I bought mine pretty much one at a time through complete synchronicity. I never expected, like I never went out looking for them. I never looked online and said, I'm going to buy a crystal skull today. You know, they just kind of found me, or I would find myself looking at them in, you know, a local metaphysical store. You can get them online. You can get them at, you know, any spiritual or new age, whatever you want to call it, store near you. Um, I was actually, how I even came into contact with them, I was recommended by a, I guess she was a mentor at the time, who guided me, put me on a really good path, and she recommended. She said that she thought my energy was ready for a crystal skull, and she gave me more information about them and told me to keep my eyes open. And so that's what I did. That's just cool. So, again, they come to you. Yeah, definitely. Same with the wand, same with just crystals in general, totally. Um, so we, we do have a question in the chat room from Dreammaker who wants to know if she can get a reading. And we didn't discuss that with you before the show, so we have no... <laughs> yeah, whether you wanted to be psychic on the show or just talk about uh, wands and crystals. and uh, um, yeah. All of our guests could keep us busy for weeks, really. We we <laughs> are blessed with some really talented folks. And, uh, and we do have time, so if you're up for it, um, we're game I'll- for any new game. I would definitely be, except for, I really, I'm not, whenever my energy is kind of funky, like when I'm sick, or under the weather, sorry, um, I, I don't know, I, I don't feel, I don't really feel right doing it when I'm like that, because. Fair enough. Well, I can yeah, certainly understand never, that, and, and uh, hadn't really thought about it, but I can absolutely understand that, uh, so I don't channel when I'm all funky. No, I, I never, I never write when I'm. Even if I'm even if I'm just feeling grumpy, not even if I'm feeling sick, but, um, but on the, on the website on my site, we'll actually be adding in hopefully by the end of the month. But you know, I, I never really know what is going to happen. Um, readings, and I'm okay. hoping to get maybe like some people that I can have listed on there who can do readings too. But yeah, definitely, I do readings, certain kinds, not, I don't know, as generic as psychic readings, because a lot of times that can mean different things for different people. So, but yeah, totally. Yeah, I know that feeling too. I do better with uh, specific questions. In fact, uh, my friend Jennifer Hoffman uh, has a radio show that she does on Wednesday nights and uh, and and says is the last 30 minutes of the show is for many readings. Uh, but she starts at the beginning of the show, and like three times before we get to the reading part of the show, she reinforces that I really need a specific question. <laughs> and uh, uh, 
because it, it is. It's like when someone says, well, what's in my Akashic records? You just kind of look at them like, really? Really? Thousands of lifetimes. Where, where should I begin? Um, <laughs> the, the volume of information is, is uh, uh, well, it can be stunning. And so often when you just ask something generally, I, at least for me, I don't get anything. And um, except maybe Nestor going, really? Come on. Yeah, that's I. George would be like, day. are you I kidding get, me? Oh, my goodness. George gets so irritated. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like when somebody asked Abraham about, you know, can I remember one of my past lives? And Abraham said, well, yeah, but it would take a whole lifetime to remember a past lifetime. <laughs> have you got and time? I have to, I have to yeah. clarify when I when I say irritated, I don't mean I don't mean in an angry negative sense. Um, that's never never the feeling that comes across. It's it's more of an exasperation. If that, it's just it's back to that whole Spock thing, lifting his eyebrow and going, "Fascinating." Um, yeah, it's, it's really like, really, are you really asking that you question? You really want the answer to that? <laughs> Um, it's yeah. It's, I I find that I find that very entertaining. Um, that that's more often than not the the response that I get when I ask. <laughs> Janet says she's sending you Reiki. Yay! <laughs> Thank that's you. That's good stuff. Jane got some and got better. Of course, mm. she went off and made friends with her virus. So yes. Um, should always make friends with your virus. Don't have. We should have that clip up here somewhere. But we don't. <laughs> well, Speaking you can of clips, put it on the website tonight. Speaking of clips. Well, I thought we might take a little break and then uh, uh, see if there's any of, uh, of the other myriad fields that I know Jason is interested in that he wants to uh, talk about. And then we'll talk about where to find him and all kind of good stuff. But uh, uh, We could talk about the purposes, or I mean, uh, purposes, uh, uses. Of the wands, because I don't think we went over that. Excellent. Awesome. That's that a sounds fantastic perfect. idea. See? And, he uh, knows what he's doing. So, of course, I'm going to play uh, Limitations. Why do we need hosts? I don't know. <laughs> just have the guests call in and chat with themselves. Um, no. Um, we got to have something to do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's on my calendar. Absolutely. What are we going to play? Oh, do we have any David? No, who? David? David? Yeah, we do. Um, we have Inavi. We have Inavi. Pardon me. I get that wrong. We have David. I want some David. We have David Swarup. All right. Let's see. Urban Mist. Wanderlust. Urban Mist. Wanderlust. Wanderlust. Three minutes worth of Wanderlust. Here we go.
All right. There we go. That was our friend David Swarab and uh, Wanderlust. 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 That was me today. Yes, well, it's a song after every gypsy's heart, yeah? Yeah, it really is. Um, I do love that song, and I love the energy around the song, and love the name of the song, because, you know, I, I suffer from Wanderlust rather oh. badly, actually. <laughs> what? Stay here for this. Oh. How long? Oh. No, no, no. Place. Um, yeah, I honestly, if I didn't have a daughter, I think, because the whole school thing, right? But if I didn't have, if I didn't have a child, I probably wouldn't be in any given town for longer than a year. And that would be by choice. If and you I didn't would, have a daughter or if you didn't have a government that insisted that you do silliness with them. Well, no, it's not. It's not so much the government insisting. Um, at this point, it's it's about my daughter's comfort level, and she certainly doesn't want to be switching schools um, every every year. And I understand that. Um, so you know, we'll see what happens when she's off to college or to Europe or wherever the heck it is she's going to go in in three or four years. Um, we'll see what happens then, and. I, I'll be quite content to get back on the road, I think. And meanwhile, we'll make movies and get on the road. Little, yeah, little yeah, bit. yeah, on the off Short doses. Yeah. Short doses, absolutely. So um, what the heck do you use these wands for anyways? <laughs> Little Jake? Um, well, there are tons of different uses, but usually I do try and keep each wand or I mean make each one for a specific purpose, but overall, since they do manipulate energy, well, not necessarily manipulate, but, you know, program or change, you can do, well, what I've used them for, what I've used one of them for, because I don't actually like to use or hold even the wands as much as possible because they do sync with your energy, I mean, like, completely. It does get to know you. It's like having a pet. And it's best for the wand to stay, you know, pure of anyone else's energy except for their future owner. But anyway, I used one of them, which is one of the ones I made for myself. And I created a, an atmospheric uh, bubble, I guess. And I did that by walking around and basically drawing an energetic circle around my house and that cut the chemtrails just 100%. I mean, it. there were none. It was a perfectly blue day, blue sky day, and the next day it was the same. And we always have them around here because living close to Chicago, there are flights in and out and in and out and in and out all the time. So chemtrails are pretty common. That's one of the uses. Um, you can use them personally for healing. You can use anyone for healing, regardless of what it's programmed to do. Although some ones that are actually made to heal are extremely strong. I mean, these things are unbelievable. And I, I didn't know that before I started making them. But once I actually finished one, the energy from them is unbelievable. And it's, it's different than just holding a crystal and, you know, using that crystal that has healing properties to heal yourself. Because I... It, I can totally attest to that because I almost dropped mine when it was handed to me. Um, yeah. That, yeah. Eek, no dropping. 
<laughs> yeah, they are very, very powerful. But yeah, so you can you can use them for any any kind of healing personally or for other people. Although I wouldn't recommend using them for healing if you haven't if you if you don't know basic, you know, healing and how to uh send energy to other people because you could potentially you know, send some kind of negative energy to them because like I said, being so powerful, they could they could hurt that person's energy, but you know, it's not it's not like you know, you accidentally think something bad and that shoots out into your reality. But you can't just, you know, be holding it around and waving it around and, you know, sending out all kinds of different energy either. But when you do use it for, you know, distance healings or uh local healings or in person or anything like that, it it's it's not it's not like there's any it's not like there's any distance at all. It's like they're right there and it hits them directly. So the energy transfer is so easy. It's it's basically effortless, especially when you think with that wand. Um, other uses, you can create protective um, bubbles or circles or whatever you really like to call them around your house, around your, you know, if you have children, you could draw it around their bed or their room or anything. So you can protect from physical, um, you know, illnesses or if they, you know, say they're getting bullied i'm not i've never used this personally but i feel that they are strong enough to the point where they could do this is they could protect them physically it could draw that person away i believe that these ones influence energy to an extreme amount but they're very good for keeping away astral entities or spirits if you have negative spirits or negative astral entities who you know are causing sleep paralysis or bad dreams, or just, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night and you're being attacked psychically or even physically if you have those problems, they definitely draw away them and protect you because you have the power of all the crystals uh, multiplied by, say, I don't know, hundreds. And then on top of that, you have your own energy, which you're, you're, you're intending to protect yourself. So it, it's like extreme protection. It's like amethyst times a thousand, you know what I mean? And um, so, yeah, for protection physically and uh, etherically, um, since I just got into them, you know, I haven't really tried a ton of different things with them, which I plan on doing and, you know, listing every single thing you can do with them. But as of right now, those are the, the things I am most, comfortable with saying that they can do so yeah excellent cool um what else quite an education i think for people who um who don't know much about about crystals and about healing wands um and about the usages of healing stones yeah well Definitely. And if uh, I'll also say this too, someone's like, I do design, you know, the wands for specific purposes. So there is like, if you have trouble astral projecting or astral traveling, whatever you'd like to call it, or connecting with your guides or your spirit animal or animals or, you know, anything like that, you can use them to connect 
with your guides because it's basically like it's basically like a cell phone for the spiritual realm. You can just hold it out, and you know if it's made to contact your guides, it's, it's just like calling your guides up on a cell phone, and it can make contacting them effortless. So if you have problems with that, it can help with that totally. Um, cool. Yeah. And uh, and through this programming, you've mentioned programming several times. Um, so some folks are probably not aware that uh, you can program crystals to do certain things, to have certain qualities, characteristics. You can even sort of program energy across from one kind of stone to another, particularly to a neutral, more neutral thing like clear quartz or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for people who don't uh, or aren't knowledgeable about um, programming, programming is basically mainly with clear quartz, as you said, um, putting the energy of another crystal or even your own energy into that crystal. And then say if it's clear quartz and you want it to have the powers of or the, the traits of amethyst <clears throat> and you want it to help with uh, lucid dreaming, you can, what I like to do is create a crystal grid, place that crystal in the middle. And most It works best on a full moon. But yeah, I clear it with white sage or with my energy or with light and then I program it by mentally putting this information and these traits into that crystal and then sealing it. And that programs mainly, like I said, quartz crystals to have those traits. And that's programming. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, and so... One of the real benefits of uh, for your future clients, uh, they don't have to know all this or understand all of this because this has sort of just come to you. Um, and uh, I can tell you understand it just talking to you about it. Yeah. I type up, you can see I only have two ones listed in the Facebook or on the Facebook, but um, I type up, you know, it, uh, all the information you need and more when if you actually choose to buy it because then I send you information specifically in email of what you can use that one for. But I type up what each crystal is about, how it connects with the other ones, the uses of that specific wand, what chakras it resonates with and what it can do to those chakras, you know, and all of that. So you don't, you don't have to know anything. I mean, I'll, I'll pretty much tell you anything. And if you have any questions at all, even like if, if somebody wants wants a wand to uh, uh, put on their desk where they do their writing or put it over there by their paint stand in with their brushes or um, for whatever purpose, you handle the what needs to be programmed and put together. And, yeah. And uh, like you said, you even try to touch it as little as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. Because... I love them, but I, wow, this is pretty detailed knowledge that you got going on there, brother. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of uh, downloads on this stuff throughout these couple months that I've been into it. That's but, right, folks, and he's only 17. <laughs> Look out for this one. <laughs> yes, everybody get out of the way of the young ones. So do we talk for just, just briefly about uh, looking younger? Who? Are you asking me or him? 
Uh, the answer to that would be yes. Okay, sure. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I understand that uh, you've kind of thrown in with the girls to try to help us out a little bit with this whole looking younger idea. Oh, yeah, me. Okay, yeah, uh, definitely, yeah. I said that I'd help them with it, and yeah, so do you want me to talk about looking younger, or do you want... Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, about the way you see it. We've... I've heard how Gene sees it. and I've I, heard how Rick sees it. Uh, yeah, so I guess that puts you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, like, you mean like what I see it as or what I see for it? What do you see it as? What, what do you, you see it as? For it? What is it? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um, well, I see it as like a tool, just like really everything is, especially on the physical plane um to show what you know the youth if that's what you want to call us what we can do and what we are doing and what we want to do and you know what we think you should do personally that's what i i see it as and um, yeah and what i see it for you can use that. I think if we connect more, you know, not just youth, but everyone, and even really, really young people, and you know, old people, and everyone, we can all connect and share our ideas of what you know the world we want and what we feel is right for us. <laughs> why? Why? Why didn't we get this guy to write the stuff for the site? Um, but it's good stuff. Because he was busy making wands. Yes, yes, and um, is is the answer to that? He was busy launching a business. He was and doing and, a fine job. And doing a fine job. Um, the uh, the looking younger project is you started off. Our idea was you know uh, five to I think we first tossed around to five to fifteen, and we went five to twenty uh, year olds submit writings about. Virtually anything they want, uh, while reserving the right to, you know, leave out hate speech, that sort of thing. But otherwise, anything that's on their minds, um, and to use that and and, and put those together, uh, we're going to publish them in a book. Um, Sell the book. Proceeds will go to charity. Proceeds um, will go to charity, and and also help be a conversation starter between generations. Right, which was the initial idea of it, and then we um, ended up handing it over to these incredible young women that we all know and love, the twins, and um, I'll be interesting to see what they do with it over the next year, because I actually had, it's so odd that I actually had a dream about the project last night, and I'm not going to say anything, or even contact them just yet, because I'm interested to see if the dream is an indication of what they're doing to the project in the background. But if it is, they've got some really funky stuff planned. So we'll see how that goes. <clears throat> um, yeah, and as far as, like, my business and what, like, I have planned, since you just mentioned that, it made me think of this. If you guys who are listening right now, um, and for people who are listening later, we will add a you know subscribe section where well I'm hoping that I can send out weekly 
emails about what we're working on and what we plan on getting out and what we have out right now, or new things, at least monthly, if not weekly. But, yeah, so if you keep updated on my business and the website, it's going to have a lot of progression soon, and there is going to be a lot of new stuff. I plan on, actually, I'm going to Arkansas this spring break, which is the end of next month, and I'm getting, I'm going to the mines in Arkansas with my friends, so I'm going to get a ton of new quartz crystals, and if, you know, you want me to look out for some specifically that you're interested in, I can do that too. But anyway, yeah, just keep keep updated on mm. the website, and I'll post news and what we're doing, and yeah, lots Very of plans. Very cool. Cause That's for awesome. The, uh, for North America, you know, Disney World may be in Florida, but Crystal World is in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really it, is. It, it's nice to um, it's nice to see a product website that's providing a service as well as a product because it seems like you're you're saying that it's not going to be a static site. It's going to be um, it's going to be an educational tool, really, for people who want to know more about wands and crystals and yeah i'm going to be adding a lot of information and i actually had you know an idea to i'm not sure if i'm going to do a subdomain or maybe connect it with the actual website uh starting an alternative news website where we can talk and authors can post and journalists can post but not just the actual uh, admin of the website news that maybe you wrote or you're locally you know, say if there's a school who is working on a, a new garden for the community, I'm thinking about, oh, yeah, opening, like, another website for news for people to keep updated on, too. Big visions. Big yeah. visions. Like, it's a good like thing that. you're so bloody young. And but... excellent execution so far, I would say. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've got a lifetime of, of really cool adventures ahead, I'm sure. Um, so how do how do people get hold of you, my darling dear? Well, I do. There is a contact section on my website, which you guys said that we'd link to everyone. And you can email me at that. We're going to be adding a customer service line, which is just for uh, general inquiries, questions, and then custom orders. There's going to be, like I said, a lot more information posted on the website. So you, right now you go there and you're kind of like, okay, what do I do? But... It looks nice, but there's not that much information on there. So by the end of the month, I will definitely have more information, more pictures, more of the products, everything on the website. And in the meantime, they can go to your Facebook page. Yeah, you can add me on my personal Facebook. You can like and comment or whatever on the Facebook page for my business. And then you can follow the actual website of my business. Okay, so that's www.celestial-wands.com for those of you listening. And um, And jason.anderson.nam. Namaste. I kind of couldn't read it. (laughs) um, Or you can just search for Celestial Wands on Facebook. Uh, That's the name of his uh, business page on Facebook, well, for this business. Uh, I see, uh, uh, you know, in my crystal ball, I see many, many great things coming from uh, coming from this one as time marches on. <laughs> and yep. uh, so, uh, 
Ooh, ooh, just so I can add in, sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I have, and I have been working on these spiritual guides, which I'm hoping to release as ebooks for not just for people who are, you know, adepts in the spiritual world, but for people who want to incorporate spirituality into their daily lives, really don't know how, because I was there, and I didn't know what to do, and I didn't know what to look for, I didn't know what to Google, I didn't know who to trust, you know what I mean? All this different information, what really tells you what to do. So I'm going to release those, probably for free, if not like a dollar for the download, and then, yeah, everyone can get personal advice, and, you know, professionally guided through these different processes, whether it's meditation or, you know, uh, recognizing the ego or anything like that. Oh, so cool. Uh, what the hell do they need us for? They're doing just fine. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I keep so saying. If we adults, just, we can go on vacation. We're done. If we can Vacay! just stay out of their way and, 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 and stop <laughs> making them conform, just get out of their way. We can all rock back and hang out on the beach. <laughs> Absolutely. Cuba, here I come. And uh, so props in the chat room. People are uh, uh, sharing your stuff and liking your stuff. So, uh, oh, yeah, you're in there. I keep, I'm not used to that. <laughs> no, I, usually our guests aren't. Um, it's just a case of sometimes not being tech talented enough. I'm not tech talented enough to keep the show open and, and be a guest because I get feedback. I like but to connect I, as much as possible. <laughs> you, uh, well, yeah. I could program the VCR and my dad couldn't. You can chat and talk, and I have yep. trouble with that. What can I say? <laughs> New generation, born cable ready, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> they don't have to choose which pill to take because they didn't take the, what color was the, the, the black one that the <laughs> used to give. So they don't need red pills and blue pills. Yeah, they weren't born in tubes. Yes. The wires. Yes. So, uh, gosh, who do we have coming? Tuesday, we have Phil Okrand. Cool. Jordan Okrand's dad. And uh, also uh, a uh, lawyer in recovery who uh, is now a life coach and uh, quite a cool guy. I mean, he raised Jordan. That seems to have worked out well. It seems to have worked out quite well. Um, and he, he has a lot of interesting insights, so he should be fun. I think that'll be great. And then we have Larissa Stowe, another musical guest. On on Thursday, uh, with uh, she's with a group called Shakti Tribe, uh, cool tunes, and, yeah, uh, going to be lots of fun. Lots of energy, and she's got some amazing um, amazing charitable work that she does as well with the band. So that'll be fun to talk about that. How All these artists out there trying to change the world and help people get and, better and help people. I don't know what that's about. Uh, it's uh, at all, don't you think? <laughs> Till then, guys, you know the drill. If you find us on Facebook and you friend us and send us a PM with your email address, we will send you a copy of the first novel I ever wrote. Um, unless, of course, you request the second or the third one. We could send either or. You can get one. You, get <laughs> you one. can get one. Just, you know, drop me a line. Let me know which one you would like me to send. Um, you know, the first one's called Truth. That's always a good place to start. Truth. But I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna talk about how uh, how to get back to heaven, um, going home to heaven is the second one. You can always do that. And if you're feeling a tad under the weather these days, uh, crashing back to earth is a unique, honest, blunt, 
glimpse into the healing journey. It's not a self-help book, folks. It is a book on what it takes to decide to help yourself. Absolutely. Should we should we give them a clip out of uh, about the messenger from Truth? Sure. This is an Why? actual uh, author reading from the uh, from the book. Uh, can't get that just anywhere. Oh, <laughs> plugging the show again. Uh, no, but it is a great book. So we'll uh, we'll play this excerpt out, uh, and uh, we appreciate everybody being with us. But stay with us for this uh, little excerpt, and then we'll uh, close out. We'll see you next time. You right. I was hoping that this time the darkness might be held at bay. I realize now that the opposite of light has its place here. It is what gives us balance. It is a struggle that has been wrestled with before. It is a battle we have already fought. A war we must continue to strive to win. It would be wrong of me to deny it its place here. So I will include it in these pages as a message to those who read them. We are here. We will fight. In that fight there will be loss of life, loss of self, yet from the blood and ashes comes forth hope for another chance for his people to survive. We are here, we will fight, we will suffer willingly, selflessly sacrificing for a chance to make change. We are here, we will fight. If we are lucky, if the Creator wills it, in the end there will be victory for the people. We are here and we will fight. And if we are destined not to win this battle, we will return to fight again. Like a phoenix born out of the ashes, we will rise to begin a new life, a new battle, and with that battle, a new hope. From time immemorial, we have returned. It is an old tale, one you have heard, one you have read, and one your soul knows to be true. When you read these pages, when you hear the call, will you heed it? got a dude that's got such a long tail on it, I always think it's in, over, and then it's not over. <laughs> it's kind of like the radio show. People think it's over. It's never over. The conversation continues over at everydayconnection.me. Uh, come check us out. And uh, until Tuesday. Stay connected. Night, everybody. Join Rick and Jean again next time. Until then, visit their website at everydayconnection.me and be sure to like their Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Worried you might miss an episode? Don't worry. Subscribe. Find us on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free just like your everyday connection. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, 
you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. 